0: Okay. Hey, continuing with our uh, silly season heading into next year uh, stories. We've talked to a few people now with big changes and we have got another one who uh, comes to us right now from the uh, direct opposite side of the earth. I don't even know if you're 16 or 18 hours ahead of us. I know it's already Saturday there for you, but uh, I've got Josiah Natsky down in New Zealand on the phone. Josiah, thanks for talking with us
1: hey no problem um thanks for calling it's 18 hours by the way it six is 18 huh? I, I like to use yeah i like to say six hours i like to say you guys are six hours in front because it's sh- less mats.
0: oh i see uh, in front but then a day behind
1: yep yeah yeah exactly
0: okay that's easier i guess is it i don't know
1: <laughs> all right buddy well uh, uh, i find it easy.
0: hey i've been uh, i mean obviously we a, we're, we're doing this as a podcast uh, audio interview so we can kind of jump around a little bit but a whole bunch of stuff i want to talk to you about i mean uh, what's what's going on what's uh is this just kind of a resurgence in your career is it kind of a, something fun and different to do what's going on man you're becoming you're fast becoming a canadian citizen here almost
1: yeah yeah oh i mean you kind of a couple of years ago yeah i set out on a bit of a journey and a goal. like i left new zealand to i wanted to go i wanted to had some goals that I wanted to achieve within the, within the sport. And, um, I'm, I guess every decision I make along the way, are things that I'm doing to, you know, support my dreams and, and everything that I'm trying to do is, you know, things come up or not come up and then, um, make a decision. Okay. What, what do I want? What I want out of this, what I want to do. And so I guess, yeah, each, just like this decision now to be where I am, is one of those things for me to try to, um, achieve things that I want to achieve. So.
0: All right. So you initially, long... like, obviously you initially came over to race in the States, right? You wanted to make some super outdoors, supercross and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And then yeah, sure. you, yeah, no, it's... Go good.
1: Uh, yeah, no, so super, yeah, I came over and I wanted to do the American thing at supercross and this and that. Uh, but after a year of supercross, I realized that that's not what I want to do. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's gnarly, man! Like I just have a whole new respect for it. Um, I think I got close to achieving things that I wanted to, but I just had some fear inside me with the with Supercross that I had to get over. But I made a decision that I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So. I kind of have put that to bed and then uh it's like all right well what else can I do you know I love riding motorbikes motor I'm good at motocross um uh, so yeah so that's what I'm chasing now is as you know where can I make money in motocross where can I achieve things in motocross where can I what can I get out of myself in it so um yeah that's what I'm up to yeah
0: all right well you left uh you left a big hanger there I got to ask you what uh what specifically would you say is it about Supercross? I mean, obviously it's jumps and the whoops, I mean, what's the uh, what was the big stumbling block? I know you're struggling with the whoops, I think, but what, uh, let us know what uh, from your side. Yeah,
1: yeah, with the whoops um, the whoops are just, I could hit them uh, like when they're flat and they're smooth and nice and round, like it's no problem, I had no issue hitting them, but they're, they're 99% not like that because <laughs> they're always cut they're always rough, and The difference between me going fast through them or hitting them was as me there's no other element of it i mean maybe you know i could there could always be a few different little things here and there but like i just i couldn't get over the fear of crashing in them and i'm a i'm a super uh i don't take I, i always ride within fairly within my limits but I pushed them but the whoops for me were just something that I wasn't prepared to make that change and making that change the difference between making that change is I'm either gonna it's it's it was that was the one thing that held me back and I made a decision that I didn't want to uh I wasn't prepared to crash trying (laughs) so you know like i i had so many lcqs i was at the front and i would lo- i would miss the main event because i just couldn't i just didn't want to hit the whoops so what's the point of me being out there if if i am not prepared to take that chance you know i'd rather i would rather double through or triple through than and to make it through the other side than to risk it than to uh, yeah i don't know it's it's just one of those things for me uh, um, yeah, kind of is what it is. I've put it to bed, so. That's true. okay.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Marvin Muskan's made a pretty good career out of jumping whoops.
1: Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> uh, I have heard that. I, I started late, too, so, I mean, maybe if I had more time on it, but I was at a time in my career where I was like, well, I don't, I could do another year of this, but I don't want to. I want to do something else. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 24, almost 25, so I'm not at that point in my career where I can be learning as well. I mean, I could be, but I don't want to be learning. I want to be, sorry, I always want to learn, but I don't want to be like, you know, doing my apprenticeship supercross that late in my career. Like, it's just not where I want to be. So,
0: right. You know, I always find it funny when you hear a 25 year old, near 25 year old, feeling old, just waiting to get my age and you look back and go, what was I thinking? I wasn't old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We could probably, we could probably hit whoops the same speed though.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think maybe I've seen it.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no um, it is what it is. I, I'm happy with it. it was a couple I had a good I had a good a few good passes, but I don't know just uh, I was fine with the rhythms and that like I had no issue with the jumps actually. That was the thing that I was probably the most nervous about. But the jumps, I was fine with. I had no problem. Triple, triple, whatever. It was just the whoops. So.
0: All right. Well, I, it's funny to hear you say that because I know when I first saw you at uh, Steve Shore's place here in London, uh, I was super impressed. Obviously, you're not afraid of the speed. You know what I mean? Like you're definitely. You say you ride within yourself, but you're certainly going at a pace where you're hanging it out. So it's kind of weird to, you know, it's interesting maybe for people to hear that that you're that the whoops can you know can kind of freak you out that yeah, much. Kind
1: of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The whoops is a. It's like riding a, it's like riding a bucking bronco thing, you know. Like if you if you hold on, you're probably gonna make it. But if you don't hold on, you're gonna get bucked off. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Going fast is being in control. Being in control is I like being in control. <laughs> on my bike and and the whoops i didn't feel in control that was the thing that scared me i, I always felt like i was just a passenger so
0: well i this just just remind i just i'm laughing to myself here right now because you should have seen back in my day when they first started putting whoops in and people first started trying to skim them oh my god it was just a uh, it was a gong show yeah well i maybe um i I did my Supercross debut in the wrong time. I should have done it in the 90s or the 80s or whatever it was. (laughs) That's right. Thank you for saying 90s. Yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Early 2000s. That's right.
0: (laughs) All right, buddy. So, okay. So, Supercross, obviously you're on a ride with uh, the PRMX gang. Julian Perry gave you the opportunity to do that. Then you raced in Canada in the 250 class and everything. So, somewhere along the line, when you decided you didn't want to do more Supercross, is that when you started looking around or how did that uh, all come together?
1: Um. Uh, it was kind of a combination of things like it wasn't something that I was necessarily looking around for it was um, yeah like I just I didn't want to do I think I decided I think after Supercross I was like I really feel like I could do better at it but then as I got further along the line and just a few different things that you know that you start thinking about and what do I want where do I want to be and, and I'm a long way from home like I don't want to just be there uh I guess struggling, you know, like oh um I wanna I wanna thrive and I always feel like I was just surviving, like just trying to get by all the time and that was probably the main main thing for me was that if uh I wouldn't say quality of life, but if if I wasn't happy just in my day to day, like I don't wanna be here. So that was the thing for me was making a decision that I was gonna be happy with um, day to day you know racing is a small part of it and i want to be i want to be comfortable where i'm at and uh i guess with the opportunity with kdm that's something that i'm going to have i'm going to be a lot more stable i'm going to be a lot more in one place um yeah just a lot more things that are going to be uh yeah just i don't know it was just something that i made a decision that was like yeah i didn't want to do supercross and this is a, a a sick opportunity for me that, uh, can't really say no to. So, um,
0: yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Nice. Okay. So this also means, uh, okay. Skipping Supercross, which is our winter. That means now you can go back home. You can race your national series. I'm assuming what, uh, what is it now you can, you know, you can go there and race outdoors both, both parts of the year.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not really sitting out to do the nationals here. Um, like it would work the timing of it but uh i'm coming back over and i'm going to be in america for two months before okay. uh coming back to canada so um i'm right i'm just going to be doing some riding here basically uh in new zealand helped me with a bike um and then uh the team have basically sent me everything that i need to just to to be comfortable riding and um yeah i can pretty much do my own thing uh, good relationships with people in new zealand um my wife's parents have a track and because it's summer here everything's so sort of dry but they they prep it all the time so it's you know we well uh, wicked track to be working on and um yeah
0: okay interesting okay um, also you're gonna have to learn to pronounce uh those three letters in a more north american way or people aren't going to know what kind of bike you're riding
1: what? What's that?
0: The KTM. We say KTM.
1: KTM. <laughs> oh, how do I say it?
0: <laughs> you say Katie as in KTM. Uh, KTM.
1: Uh, KDM. What? How do you say it?
0: We, um, we okay. I guess we enunciate. We say KTM a little bit more uh, enunciated, I suppose.
1: Okay. Yeah. We just like roll off our tongue, KM.
0: Yeah. No, we actually KDM. use the. Yeah, okay. we, we say the words. What KTM stand for?
1: I don't even know what they stand for.
0: Cool. I'm not going to butcher it right now. I'm, I'm close to it, but I'm not even <laughs> going to try
1: it. Yeah, uh, maybe I need to do some research. You better, you better one.
0: do your homework and impress the guys when you come back.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: Okay, now you've. I know you know. we talked quite a bit, obviously, in the past here, the past year and stuff. That uh, you, um, I even kind of wrote it in my Friday update today. That I think you're a guy that. Thinks you can uh, kind of give Dylan Wright a run for his money on the 450. Like I know, I know that's a big claim, but I mean, you you feel good in the 450, and you really want to compete, right? Oh yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not com- I Yeah, absolutely.
1: The goal is never to come second place. It's um, but I think for me, he's obviously the big dog up there, and um, uh, he's an epic rider. But um, yeah, uh, I think making this move for me is something that I'm going to level up I am leveling up um, and I feel like I can challenge him for it uh, as well as like my teammate Jess and and whoever else comes up uh, but yeah I don't know I think it'll be good for me to I think going up against someone like Dylan having the tools that I'm going to have now is, uh, is going to help me a lot you know uh, I think that the thing that I think with the teams up there like the teams that are winning the effort that goes in to win like it has to be matched if you want to beat them so and the the effort that ktm put in is is uh they want to win so i think with that combination it's going to be uh it's going to be a fun summer for sure
0: nice now how how well do you know the guys over there who do you know and who don't you know and stuff like that at ktm canada
1: uh, what do you mean oh, well, I'm just like who do I know there
0: yeah did you hang out with Jess Pettis all last summer did you talk to him like do you know Matt DeRoy do you know JSR oh,
1: yeah. Uh, uh I only know Matt from just like just our conversations and then now working with him Jess uh, I know him a little bit I rode with him a bit just up in Quebec because I was spending a lot of time there with my mechanic David uh, no I just Canada's a small place man like the <laughs> truck driver Mark you know like he's pretty chatty we always like we always talk about running because he runs and I run a lot so I always talk about that but um, I don't know JS Hart though I've never met him yet but um, that'll be cool I heard he's a bit of a legend from up there so uh, yeah I'm excited to work with work with him as well
0: so you've heard he's a legend you're not aware that he's a legend
1: Ah, oh, yeah it kind of goes hand in hand I guess I <laughs> assume he is a legend he's also a bald man so I mean I'm sure we'll get along very well
0: yeah we got to stick together <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we do especially in the winter
0: <laughs> hey okay well let's uh, I guess I mean I've seen uh, obviously on your uh, your Instagram and stuff like that that out of the corner jump down that hill looks like a lot of fun and you're looking pretty comfortable but how are things going how is the transition do you have experience on the 450 what's, what's that all about
1: uh, yeah I've got good ex- I have experience on the 450 I've ridden one quite a bit honestly uh, in New Zealand here a bit and then I did uh, I did that final round at Walton where I had that massive crash Um, So I learned pretty quickly uh, what not to do. So, um, yeah, no, I'm super comfy, man. I I feel like uh, I'm working a lot on my strength just to be um, more push-ups and and whatever, more pull-ups. i got to be stronger for this thing. Uh, But I'm also, I feel like as I get a bit older, and I think in the last year I've changed my riding style a lot um, on the 250 just to be a really smooth and efficient rider and I feel like that's translating a lot to the 450. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be, uh, I am really gelling with it. I'm going to do a couple races here and there just to get a bit of that race. Um, not intensity, but just that, um, yeah, I guess intensity just to do a, do a couple races here, just to get a bit of, a bit of gate time on the 450. Cause racing a 450 and riding one is a completely different thing. So, um, yeah, but no, I am comfy, man. Um, that was my that's cool. That track's called Moto Central. It's uh, that's the track that will I'll be riding a bit. But no, it's fun. Four fifty six. It like it is so fun, and this bike is mean. Like it's a it's such a nice bike. It's got real nice power, and uh, they sent me a set of suspension
0: over which I've been riding on, oh, and nice. it's like it's sick. I actually I really enjoy this bike. Yeah, oh, great. Okay, say now. Obviously, we don't really think about it all the time, but there are a lot of countries in the world, and every country has its own national series. So, when a guy like you shows up in a four hundred and fifty class at a national, who's fill people in here? Like, who's who's the big dog? Do you show up and people are like, oh, geez, Josiah's here again? What's, our, like, you know what I mean? Like, who's the who's the big dog? Are you one of the guys?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I've been away for a long time—not a long time, but once you leave the country for a while you almost i wouldn't say forgotten in a way but the series carries on without you you know so you almost become irrelevant you have to yeah, like i'd have to earn my way back into it you know to be like to to I, to I would say get that respect for what you do overseas i guess um but the guys would be pff, Cody Cooper he's still around he's, still, uh, he's still I was going to joke
0: about Cody Cooper <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, what? What you heard a joke?
0: I was going to joke about Cody Cooper, thinking he would have long since retired. Yeah, he's he's still there. Uh, Cody Cooper. um,
1: Just some local guys. Honestly, I I don't know who's going to be there. We did a race a couple weeks ago, and there was there's a kid on a Honda. There's um, who is it? Yeah, there's a couple guys, but there's a couple guys who've just been injured as well, which is. um, Makes it a bit smaller, but um, I think there's going to be some Aussies come over because CDR Yamaha in Australia, and then we have Josh Coppins racing in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. They're quite, I think they're quite um, close, and sometimes the riders will come back, come back and forth because we're so close here. So we might have some Aussies coming over, and um, yeah.
0: What is that trip like from there? What's what's that ferry ride like? What's how how long is that?
1: Ah, uh, it's a three-hour plane ride depending on where you are oh, so you do you've,
0: so people fly it's not it's not just across the channel
1: oh yeah yeah no you wouldn't you wouldn't catch a boat no no one really does that
0: just
1: <laughs> probably shipping or
0: whatever <laughs> right okay i gotta look at a globe yeah, someday yeah, yeah. i'm kidding i love maps um yeah okay That's Well, pretty close i'm old so i love maps but okay look at looking back like on last year and everything the 250 did you would you say you underachieved are you happy with what you did how did your last summer go up here
1: Um, I, I I didn't achieve what I wanted to, um, but I also learned a lot and I also made, I also, I feel like whatever I went through is preparing me for what's coming up, coming up. So, um, yeah, I feel like I left a little bit on the table. I feel like the first three rounds I wasn't on, um, or I wasn't reaching my potential and I lost... I think I lost 30 points within the first three rounds, and then after that, it kind of hovered around for the the uh, the East Coast swing. It hovered around 30 for the rest of the series. So, I feel like if I had it had it been um, probably where I should have been, then things would have changed, you know. So things could have been different, but they weren't. So, um, yeah. But I just feel like those first couple of rounds, I left a bit on the table there. So so yeah but no that's that's just part of it i feel like i can only learn from that so i'm i'm yeah i'm fine with it, it doesn't keep me awake at night so just gonna try and work, learn from that and then use use those lessons to be better next year
0: okay now you mentioned uh come over for a couple months in the states before coming up here what uh where will you guys be going do you know
1: um i think club and GPS. oh
0: good club and oh, okay
1: yeah we might yeah i think we we'll, i think that's the plan um yeah, should be sweet. It will be cool to come up and just pound some laps and get riding and and be around a lot of fast guys and be around my teammates and yeah, get riding with the team and stuff like that. Because obviously here I'm I'm riding, I'm not riding much, but I'm just I'm getting used to the bikes. And then once I get over there, I'll have laid down a good a good base to then just start, you know, getting where I want to be with the bike and do some testing and and whatever like that. So that'll be pretty fun.
0: Okay, hey, um, being 24, 25 kind of thing, are you a rider that needs time away from the bike to keep your interest going, or are you just uh, champing at the bit the whole time? Like, what's your what's your level at like that? You know what I mean? Like, do you need some time away just to kind of regroup?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Like, when I first come home, I took probably two months off. I still kind of rode a little bit here and there, but, yeah, not very much. But, um, yeah, I, I'm a guy that needs time off. I'm, I'm not afraid to just keep digging when I need to, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I needed I needed some time off. I was pretty burnt out from this year, so um, yeah, I feel like I'm closing a chapter. I closed the chapter this year, and I'm had some time off, and now I'm moving into a next chapter. You know, like a bit of a different season for me, I guess. So I'm pretty excited to. I'm actually really excited to. I feel fresh, and you know, with the new bike and everything, it's 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 pretty exciting for me. It's it's put a lot of pep in my step, I guess, to um, be around. Uh, a group like KTM.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. For hey, now also keep in mind too. You won't have Tyler Medallia Won't be in your class. He's going 250. You won't have Sean Moffinbier. I mean, uh, the KTM boys going to be up to you guys to go after Dylan.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. It'd be cool to see some different guys come up as sure. well. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe some. But yeah, no, it's going to be. Um, yeah, actually, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, no, it's going to be cool, man. It's. Uh, yeah oh, it'll be what it'll be man whoever lines up on the gate <laughs> honestly I don't really care too much about who I'm racing I, I it's that's just you know the obviously just the guy you're looking at or who's the competition but it could be Dylan it could be anybody I, I, I'm not worried I feel like I just want to I want to get the most out of myself and if I'm getting the most out of myself then I'm happy but I, I often find if I'm not getting the most out of if I don't feel I'm getting the most out of myself that's when I'm like probably unsatisfied but yeah i feel like uh, i'm gonna get the most out of myself this year so yeah it's gonna be fundraising him and jess that's for sure
0: nice now what are, you, what are you signing up here are you signing a one or a two year deal just a one one year deal okay cool hey i gotta ask you too yeah. i always find you guys obviously were based at south of the border last year and obviously i saw you guys a bunch and uh, i always find that place just fascinating and uh so okay so you if you looked around your house right now what did you bring home from south of the border did you bring some uh souvenirs home
1: no you didn't no. bring it. I think I have a I think I have a brochure of the place I think that's about it
0: <laughs> no shot glass no uh, weird shirt
1: what's that no shot glasses no t-shirt no, 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 no <laughs> nothing like that uh, there might be something I, I got the word I don't have very good memories so uh, I know that we have a, a, bro, a brochure is the only thing but I know what you mean there's like crazy amounts
0: of memorabilia and like mugs and t-shirts and whatever around that place so your vehicle doesn't have a bumper sticker. I'm am disappointed.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, that's uh, that's great to catch up, man. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we were able to make this happen. I know I I knew it was obviously a huge time difference, but I'm like, man, when are we going to make this happen so that we're both uh, awake at the same time?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty easy. It's honestly not a big difference. It's pretty easy to communicate. Like when I wake up, if I talk to te- talk to the team, like there'll be a message for me when i wake up or something and then right. we'll just get chatting like when i wake up or something so yeah it's it's pretty close hey eh? it's actually not that bad
0: no nah, i say i'm just kidding I'm just i'm just making excuses for why i didn't get to do this earlier
1: yeah <laughs> it's christmas time man it's time to wind down a little bit
0: for sure for sure hey speaking of that what i mean we kind of joked around about it before uh before we started here but uh it just seems so strange for us, obviously being Canadian, that you guys are heading into your summer now and uh, Christmas. Like, do you, uh, do you romanticize about uh, a white Christmas? I mean, we joked about watching movies like Home Alone and stuff. Or It's just normal to you to be at the beach.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's different. Eh? Like when we grow up as Kiwis, there's a, a certain type of like kiwi summer and kiwi christmas that we have but then we also see the movies and it's like but you always i don't know for me i've always looked at it and go oh that'll be nice but (laughs) after i would rather it be summer i i I like summer more than a winter uh but yeah it's kind of nice to like sit there at night watch home alone or the grinch or i don't know whatever it is you know it's kind of cool to sit sit down and do that but you got some christmas lights or something to make you feel like it's colder
0: do you guys do the same like is it santa claus Do do the same stuff we do over here or is it different down there
1: yeah, we do Santa. Um, yeah. Um, uh, hopefully he's coming this year. I still believe.
0: <laughs> you still, you call him Santa Claus? Like not St. Nicholas or anything different like that? You're still very
1: Yeah, normal. Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i trying to think what's different. Nothing's really different, honestly. Um, everything's the 25th. I think some countries do think like Europe. In a lot of places in Europe, their Christmas is 24th.
0: Oh jeez, I don't want to get into this guy. I don't know enough to uh, comment yeah,
1: on that. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that when I spent some Christmases over there, like they would celebrate how, like how we celebrate the 25th, they celebrate the
0: 24th. Uh, yeah, I guess we have some people do a yeah, bunch that, of stuff on New Year's, Christmas Eve, and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, no. Nah. Right,
1: yeah, well,
0: interesting to know that Coca-Cola got all, all over the world and spread Santa Claus and the whole. Uh, they sold it around the world, I guess.
1: Yeah that's a good company to be involved with Are oh, they're <laughs> here like same thing here it's we're, pre, we're pretty similar to canada in pretty much every single way i would say
0: right everybody i know like i lived in vancouver for a long time and everybody i know says new zealand and vancouver like bc are quite similar
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. i would say so um Geographically, think, yeah, we were there a little bit weather wise yeah, no, actually probably more the south island though not the north island the right. south island is like mountains and lakes and and all that kind of stuff but north island is more like farmland and uh yeah more yeah not as yeah okay. south island is like bc
0: okay i never even asked you where actually do you live where are you
1: i'm on the north island in a town called mount Mangonui. uh it's on the east coast huh? probably about three hours southeast of our capital auckland
0: okay there you go okay nice yeah
1: yeah it's a mean place it's epic
0: cool man do you surf?
1: Uh, I used to uh, I don't anymore I don't have a board honestly when I moved over when I went to America two years ago I sold everything I owned including my surfboards so <laughs> I don't have one right now right. but I can very um, yeah I waddle around
0: <laughs> nice all yeah, right, yeah. well, um, man, I guess that uh, kind of covers everything, huh? We got um, so. What do you know when when you will be heading over here? About heading down to Lake Club or GPF?
1: Yeah, uh, into into February, like March, April, are the months that I'm planning to be in America. So, um, into February, I'll head back over. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, so I'm gonna have a good a good summer here.
0: Okay, and then you'll live somewhere uh, in the Montreal area for the summer. Like that'll be home base.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. I would say I'll be. Yeah, I'm gonna be somewhere out there. I'm not sure exactly where I'm gonna live, but it'll definitely be close to the team, so.
0: Uh, Jess will have you all hooked up. Jess will have you all hooked up with a good place to mountain bike ride and run and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be sick. It's gonna be cool. I, like, like, like I said, I spent a bit of time there, so it's, I, I actually really enjoy Quebec. It's quite a, it's a super nice place. Right. Okay. I don't speak the language though, so. Well. Maybe I'll have to learn.
0: <laughs> you'll learn you'll, a few things will rub off on you for sure.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> all right buddy well hey uh merry christmas happy holidays happy new year um i'll see you down there training because i'll kind of work my way back from daytona and all that kind of stuff and i always stop into those places so i'll definitely be uh i'll be chasing you down somewhere down south when you're there
1: yeah sweet no man no it'll be cool i'll be there it'll be cool to catch up.
0: all right for sure uh yeah enjoy your holidays enjoy your time off and uh get ready to uh go at it
1: Yeah, mate. You too. Merry Christmas, Direct Motocross. (laughs) All right,
0: buddy. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye bye.